Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. This is the Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. Okay, I'm now going to speak to Arana. Arana, you have to give Arena. me... Arana. Arena, no Think matter how many you talk. Rain. Oh, that's <laughs> Arena Hankin Biggers. You got a lot of names. She is the president and founder of the Union Square Travel Agency. It is a cannabis dispensary of which I am totally unfamiliar. Okay. <laughs> now, can you tell me? Tell me about how you got involved, a high-class lady with such a beautiful name. How did you get involved in selling, pushing cannabis? Oh, gosh. Well, that is a great question. You know, what initially attracted me to the cannabis industry here in New York State was the legislation that allowed for the legalization of cannabis that prioritized um, MWBs, minority women-owned businesses, um, individuals that have been disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs, um, prioritized distressed farmers, disabled veterans. So communities really that had not been given a chance to compete in other industries. So they were being prioritized, and that's what initially attracted me to the industry. And also just being at the forefront of a new economy is super exciting. My My grandmother's first cousin, is the first black woman in New York State to receive a liquor license. She owned and operated a liquor store in Harlem for close to 30 years, and that really helped to build generational wealth for herself and her, her children and their families, um, and it left a lasting impact on me. Did you, did you get involved in cannabis yourself? Did I get involved? Do you I try it? Do you use it? Do I use cannabis? I have used cannabis probably since I was in high school. I certainly have, yes. It's helped and aided it with anxiety. I have a very sensitive constitution. I'm not a big fan of alcohol. I don't like feeling hungover and, you know, nauseous and sick for days after drinking. And so cannabis has a, has a, has a much lighter impact on my uh, physiology. <laughs> Okay, now let's go back. Tell us where are you from, your background, and how did you actually start to get involved? Where did you go to school? All the rest so we know exactly with whom we're talking. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm a New Yorker originally, but lived in the Midwest for many years. I went to Howard for an undergrad. I went to Stanford for a grad. I did a mid-career fellowship program at Harvard, um, really focusing on uh, kind of creative place making. My background is in politics, economic development policy, and real estate development. But really, creative place making and community building, um, you know, community development. So finding creative ways to use place and space to empower communities of color economically, which is really why I was attracted to cannabis. Right, it kind of integrated all of my interests: economic development, policy, real estate development design and the arts. I worked in arts policy for a number of years as well when I was in the uh, in the New York State Senate. So it's really, um, you know, it was a perfect fit for me. And I ended up getting into the industry through old colleagues from the real estate field. Um, someone that I worked with before who was the owner of an, a, a big company that owned and operated a number of um, uh, mixed-use buildings here in New York City. And so he brought me in because 
one of his neighbors during the pandemic had worked in cannabis in Massachusetts on the finance side and helping to do fundraising um, for cannabis companies in Massachusetts. And so we just started meeting every single week during the pandemic. And uh, this incredible synergy just started happening. And, and really, it was quite serendipitous that the person who brought me in um, had a connection to the cannabis field that he didn't even know about. And we were able to connect with the right people at the right time to support our efforts in pursuit of a license. Okay, now the Union Square Travel Agency is the name of your dispensary. Are you in Union Square? We certainly are. We're just one block south of 14th Street and Broadway. We are on 13th and Broadway. Okay, um, tell me, what, was it difficult to obtain a license to sell marijuana when you started in New York? I mean, it was definitely a challenge to, to secure a license to sell cannabis here in New York. It's a very complicated process, it's kind of ever-evolving. You know, it took some time for the first application to come out. Folks didn't really know what to expect. Um, but, you know, we really had a leg up because we partnered with a tremendous not-for-profit called the Doe Fund. The first round... Called the what? Called the what? The Doe Fund, D-O-E. The okay. Doe Fund yes, yes, okay. is a not-for-profit that's been around for over yes, 35 yes, years. Yes, yes, yes. Work with formerly incarcerated, primarily black and brown men, yep. um, to provide su- uh, supportive housing, paid work, and transition into permanent employment and permanent housing. And so the first round of licenses, um, the state prioritized awarding those licenses to individuals with cannabis conviction or not-for-profits that serve that population. And so we had the good fortune of being able to connect with the Doe Fund very early on, and we um, submitted with them an application for a license. And because they really are one of the not-for-profits in New York State that have the biggest impact um, in formerly incarcerated populations, you know, I think we had a, a, a leg up, and we were in an incredible position to secure a license very early on. We're Was license it- number three in New York State. Was it not people of color who founded the company? Um, the company that I work for, the Union Square Travel Agency. Yeah. So I myself have an African-American woman. My partner is um, Chinese, Australian. Another one of our partners is an African-American man from Bed-Stuy. Um, and then the other two are not folks of color, but it is a majority owned by people of color. Okay, let me ask you, since I am a total... 100% square. I don't do cannabis. I don't know what the <laughs> hell it is. I, I I run from everything. I run from absolutely everything. So you have to explain to me patiently and not get mad at me. Um, was, was, is marijuana still illegal on the federal level? Aren't you afraid ever of a federal agency coming to shut you down? So we call it cannabis um, because marijuana is a term that really was used to stigmatize it and to to attach it to, you know, incoming Mexican immigrants and African-American jazz musicians. Marijuana really is a derogatory term. So we use cannabis now going. <laughs> um, but it is still illegal federally. Um, but, you know, the federal government is collecting quite a bit of tax from us because of this crazy tax code 280E that does not allow us to write off most business expenses. So um, they're benefiting quite a bit from the cannabis industry. And, uh, you know, the majority of states here in in the United States have legalized cannabis for either medical and or adult use. 
um, and the tides are turning, and there has been no case where folks in a state that has made cannabis use legal where the feds have come down and shut them down, at least certainly not in the last five years or so. We're not at risk of that, no. how How many other legal cannabis dispensaries are there in New York City? Um, so there's actually a mixture of individuals who are just doing delivery um, under a license and then a, a few that have brick and mortar. I think the total number is around 23 in New York State at this point, including delivery and physical stores. But that number is growing every day. Do you deliver? I mean, like you, if I call for a pastrami sandwich and they send it over with mustard and pickle, do you deliver this stuff? We certainly do deliver. Now you can go to our website, Union Square Travel Agency. I'm not going on your website, and I don't want any. <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> Calm yourself. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> so you deliver everywhere? We deliver in the um, five boroughs. How do you protect your delivery people from being robbed? Uh, you know, it's definitely a tricky business, but we don't have big signs that say, what the delivery guys are carrying if they just look like everyone else. Is there security at your store? Certainly, yes. I, I, well, I don't understand how... Uh, go ahead, go, go, ahead. go, go. I said I would say yeah. that I urge you to come visit because this is not, you know, your, your mother's cannabis dispensary. This is a high-end fancy boutique that kind of mirrors an Apple store, a jewelry store, a um, contemporary art gallery. Our average customers probably mid-30s and mid-40s with higher education and graduate degrees. We um, serve a really lot, wide, diverse group of folks. And most people come in because they have trouble sleeping or they have trouble with pain and inflammation or issues with anxiety, um, digestive issues. So this is not... Uh, you know, cannabis is not something that people use solely for recreational use. People are using it for medicinal use to make their lives better. And the majority of our customers are actually, I would think, someone exactly just like you, Cindy, um, an older woman. Um, that is actually the biggest growing market in the country are women 65 plus. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, honey, you're sort of making it seem like this is a wonderful thing. I'm not going to a high-end store. I go to Saks. I go to Tiffany. Those, to me, are high-end stores. I am not schlepping <laughs> to a cannabis store. And I don't understand people who are doing that. My housekeeper's not doing that. My assistant's not doing it. My secretary's not doing it. My driver's not doing it. So not all of us are schlepping to buy cannabis. It's not for um, everyone, but those those who do consume, so, but many of those who consume want to be able to purchase in an environment that has high design, that has informed butt tenders, and it doesn't feel like you know a, a an illegal smoke shop, right? So there there's a significant difference between licensed and unlicensed spaces. I have to tell you a little story apropos of absolutely nothing, but it just came into my fevered brain. Back in the thousand years ago, WNBC Channel 4, we had an anchor lady called Sue Simmons. Sue Simmons did Live at Five. It was a very famous a television show in those days. And of I went course. to visit her one day. She had a little Yorkie dog. I have Yorkie dogs, and we loved one another. So she brought me into a room one day, and she and her dog were in there. And whatever was happening, all of a sudden her dog fell over. The dog, she was, she had closed the door. She was smoking this stuff or taking it, however the hell she's taking it, and the damn dog fell over. So oh, I no. want to tell you, that's the well, only animal I on ever air. know. <laughs> it is on air. It is on air because it's a wonderfully funny story. Okay, okay, okay. Do you, is there security at your store? Yes, we definitely have security. But I think the most important thing is that we're able to provide safe, tested product to a number, thousands of people who are, were already consuming cannabis. We're not trying to convince those who don't consume of not can be used to, to use. Certainly, we're, we're open to those ideas, but there's many, many people here in the city, Cindy, who have been consuming for decades, and we're offering them a safe place to buy top-quality products. Don't you also employ convicts? Don't, don't, don't you do that? Well, I don't understand. Tell me so I will understand. So the DOE Fund, as you know, works to support yeah. formerly incarcerated and formerly homeless, primarily black and brown men. We have a partnership with a graduate of the Doe Fund who was in prison for 20 years, who's now a professor at NYU, and he started a not-for-profit called the Cannabis Justice and Equity Initiative. Um, and there was a curriculum that was developed that he's using in his course that was accredited by Cornell University. He has a cohort of 25 individuals who were recently released from prison, returning citizens, we call them, and it's a good mix of men and women. And they just graduated from, I think it's a 15-week training program so that they can work in the legal cannabis industry here in New York State. These jobs are, are, are good-paying jobs, high-paying jobs in many regards, depending on what level you enter. They come with benefits, 
Um, there's lots of opportunities for growth. So we're looking to give folks access to this industry who otherwise would not have access. What do you learn in 15 weeks? Do they make the stuff or they mix it? Do they sell it? What do they do in 15 weeks? What do they no, learn? It's, it's, a, it's a course that's being taught at City College, and they learn really about everything from seed to sale. So they visited a, a farm, a cannabis farm upstate. They visited a processor. They visited a number of dispensaries. They learn about customer service. They learn about the history of cannabis. They learn about the various different products that are on market. Um, so it's quite an extensive program. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How much of this stuff can a person buy at one at one time? The state has a cap of three ounces per per transaction, which is a pretty high cap. And there's few who actually buy that much at one time. I don't know now. Tell me what you do with three ounces. Does it make you go to sleep? What what can three ounces do for you? It's quite a bit of flour. I mean, if, if, I mean, if <laughs> nobody has ever tried it, I would like to understand. Well, it, it really depends on what strain you are consuming. There are different strains for different uses. There are some that strains that give you energy. There are some that put you to sleep. There are some that reduce nausea. There are some that induce creativity. Um, so it really depends on what you're looking for. It's not one fit for all, right? So that's why we have our bud tenders who go through a week-long paid training, very intensive training and ongoing training so that they can direct our customers the best product to fit their needs. Well, let me tell you, this is the first time I have had a sit-down, talk-up conversation on cannabis. My housekeeper's inside right now making chicken soup. She doesn't know from this. I I don't know from this. I can't see myself schlepping in to that store. But it was very, very nice to know you. What kind of cannabis do you take to knock yourself out so you sleep? Oh, I have no problem sleeping. I have two little kids and I work around the clock, so I don't have a problem sleeping. I'm usually partaking to give me energy. I'm going to an event or a party. Um, so like a, a blueberry muffin is always a fun one, something tropical. Um, but there are so many different products that, that, that one can choose from. But I definitely, Cindy, I would love to give you a tour of our new space. We just opened up, um, in our permanent space around the corner on 13th and Broadway, I would love to invite you in for a, a, a tour and to meet our team and, and kind of show you how we all we operate there. How about I think samples? you'd be blown away. Do you do, do, you do samples? Do you do samples? Will I fall <laughs> down when I go through the store? <laughs> Not, you won't even smell a thing. It smells nothing like cannabis. Thank you. What's the difference? Why cannabis instead of marijuana? How does that improve the name? So marijuana really is a slang word that was developed to, um, like, to really attach a stigma to the use and to say this is a plant that's only used by these Mexican immigrants. We don't want them coming into our country back, like, in the 20s, right? It was used to, to, um, really target 
and use as a tool for the police to arrest and imprison Mexican immigrants and African-American jazz musicians. Prior to this, the FDA in our country actually um, was cannabis was used as as medicine. It was in pharmacies. It was prescribed by doctors for for many, many decades before it became used as a tool to to really oppress people of color in this country. Okay, I have now listened to you. It now seems like cannabis is something that I should shop for in Tiffany or Saks Fifth. It sounds like such a high-class thing. Thank you for coming (laughs) on. I'm not sure I'm going to drop in on Thursday, but thank you very much for talking with me. I enjoyed it. Anytime. It's my pleasure, Cindy. Great getting to speak with you as well. Thank you, sweetie. Bye. Take care. Bye. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.